was the last time you felt like you were winning the battle of your thought life? <laughs> I hear you loud and clear. Today I was talking with my guest, Polly Eckert. She's a teacher and also a leader of Beyond the Courts of Heaven Facebook group. She heads up an ecclesia stationed in the Fort Worth, Texas area. Her candid story of how she questioned her own ability to stay faithful in her relationship with Jesus. Oh, you're going to love to hear about that. It touched my heart deeply. Polly asked herself point blank questions. God, I don't think I can stay faithful to you. Well, now many years later, she is a testament to addressing your thoughts, shutting down the wrong thoughts. And I asked her to share with us today, what are some of the keys that Jesus gave you along your journey? Well, she answers that question by leading us through a hands-on activation, helping us to step into heaven, encounter the courts of heaven, kick fear on its backside and we receive a personal yes you can letter from Jesus. I just love how honest and practical she is and I know you will too. So connect your Bluetooth speaker on your device and get ready to encounter a little yellow rose of Texas with a big attitude I call faithfulness. from the Pacific Northwest. This is Kristen from kristenwombach.com and you're listening to Intentional Now Podcast. Answer me this. How does a Baptist farm girl from Oregon stumble upon the mystical nature of Christ? The love of God. If you're like me, Jesus has redefined what you used to say yes to. Join me and my guest on a mystical journey. But before we talk about the spiritual woo-woo, you need to know I am totally sold out to Jesus. It's amazing what the love of God reveals. Yay! Good morning, good afternoon, wherever the sun rises in your neck of the woods. I am so excited today. I'd like to welcome my friend, Polly Eckert. I am so honored to have this opportunity to reconnect with you and to hear what the Lord is sharing. Yeah, you already give me a few little tidbits. This is going to be good. So a couple of things I'd like you to share about you and your groups. And I'm going to put a little reminder out there, family of listeners, I have all the links to connect to Polly, so they will be in your show notes. You don't have to worry about writing it down. We've got you covered. So Polly, because you're brand new to my listeners, in a nutshell, please, would you share with us a bit about yourself? Like where you're from, where did you grow up, your family, your vocation, all that good stuff. Yeah, I, it's nice to be here, and I'm very grateful for your invitation. And I roughly grew up in the Midwest and moved to Texas in the 80s, and I've been here ever since. And I'm in the Dallas area, Dallas-Fort Worth area, and uh, 
met my husband down here, even though he's from the Midwest. And so Texas has been very, very good to me. <laughs> and I've enjoyed it. I, I'm a, a teacher by training and uh, came home when I had two kids and um, have been home ever since, but tutored off and on, did, did several other things, but really enjoy um, the turn in my life that's come from, uh, first of all, coming down here, it was a culture shock and that God is a very common theme, especially in the eighties, you know, you can talk about God anywhere. And it wasn't like that where I grew up. It was, it was a colder environment and I wasn't pursuing God. So that's on me too, but I, I, Texas has been very, very good and life here has been very good and I'm glad to be here today. Yay. Yay, yay, yay. That's fabulous. So you have a really large Facebook group and also an ecclesia with what I call boots on the ground there in Texas. Would you tell us about your Facebook group, The Courts of Heaven, and what is your main focus? And then how can people get involved? How can they join? Yeah. The name of the group is actually Beyond the Courts of Heaven because- oh, okay. Yeah, and and that's kind of a trick question because it's set up to make you think uh, the courts are are assumed that you have some agreement and understanding with them at a very basic level, but we're really focused on what's beyond the courts of heaven, and so it's very open to um, any kind of encounters you have with uh, with God and any kind of issues that are are currently in our um, in our lives and in our environment in our culture that have to do with the supernatural side of God. And then the Dallas-Fort Worth Ecclesia is a, yeah, it's um, it's actually a, a, a physical geographical group that we meet. In fact, we're meeting this weekend. We meet about every three weeks. And then in between the three-week meetings, we, we are constantly connected by text chain and so on. And we have like 100% success rate controlling the weather. I mean, it's been wow. alarming. Yeah, I mean, it's like, whoa, that was a hundred percent chance of hail and nothing happened. You know, th those kinds of things. It's very, it's, that's been very encouraging, but other things too. And, and it feels very much like that is the, um, the call, one of the calls on my life is to be with a group of people and sort of like shoulder to shoulder with them, not in any other kind of a position and they that's that's why we meet every three weeks people when we tried to meet two or we tried to meet four it was neither of those worked it was like nope we'll we'll just go three weeks then and then uh we go to other things we go to the theater we go out to eat we'll we'll do in small groups figures whatever we go to conferences together we share a lot of information in fact this this meeting this week is a um is a discussion of a conference we went to last weekend and uh, just it's just been a blast. We we look to connect with other groups. We're we're very anti-church in that way. We're not competitive, but we are small. It's kind of like if you want to hang with us, we would love for you to hang with us. But <laughs> we're we're not really into the um gonna wow you factor. We're we're into anybody and everybody that's for God. We try to be bigger than any one denomination or expectation of our faith and leave room for that because we really believe that that is the beauty of of the oneness that we're called to is that we're different and as long as like jesus is lord 
and you know his death on the cross paid for everything we don't beyond that it, there's not much else ask ask god if you have a question ask god first don't lift up any man that's pretty much it it's pretty basic uh -huh. And we love to connect and support other people. In 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 fact, that that's it's becoming too hard to do that. It's becoming you have to you have to you know weed some of that out. So you can't do everybody. So yeah, we try to do we we try to uh, bring in and and share and and uh, promote anybody we can that has answers to current situations in our. We end up governing that is in our environment. We're, we're kind of heavy on the governing part. We like to govern. We like to, we like to um, see the world uh, recognize that Christians, that believers um, are different because they have power and they have love and all that. So that's kind of a, in a nutshell, that's kind of what those groups are about. The beyond the courts of heaven is the big group. That's like world. It's got people from everywhere. And, um, that's been a real blessing as well and to um, to hear from other areas of the country and world where things are different and what's going on there and, you know, et, et cetera, et cetera. So it's been very enjoyable, all free. My, my website is polyecker.net. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dot net. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Thank you. So in my 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 research to have you here today doing my you know, research and finding out more what what the areas that you kind of are involved. I listened to your interview on Kingdom Talks Media. And like many of us, I heard you you told more of your story, but like many of us um, you transitioned in life. You transitioned from what we would call church to stepping in. So my question is, what area of that transition, and I'm going to say it like this, Jesus has redefined what you used to say yes to. What has changed since you stepped into heaven? So not necessarily believing, but stepping the the extension of the model of Christianity, shall we say, into actually engaging heaven. Is that what yeah, you're Yeah, it, it's that's okay. it's a really open question. So what in you know, if the transition was something you want to talk about in the area of church versus heaven, it's it's yeah. an open question. Yeah, that very much. Yeah. I he started to to tell me not to stop going to church and I and I I didn't understand I just thought okay well then there's a different church he wants me to go to and I kept trying that and until I was exhausted and hurt and very uh -huh. disappointed and um pretty much neutralized as spiritually and then I got the idea that oh he doesn't want me to go to church at all I didn't think I was being a good Christian if that if a good believer I wasn't pleasing him and then when you get out of that and you step out of that church, in my experience, I know there's, there's good churches out there. Mm -hmm. um, the, I, the ceiling opened. I mean, the ceiling just opened. And um, I actually pursued through a church, hearing about it at a church, uh, classes by, taught by John Paul Jackson back in the day. This is the early 2000s. And uh -huh. that took the ceiling off in a lot of ways where you re had 
lucid encounters in the night or even in the day, like you'd start to have visions and so on about heaven and what heaven was interacting with around me and through me and all that. And I mean, it just rewrote, it rewrote all of my definitions. Yeah. Uh -huh. And so today, yeah, that I don't, I still don't go to church today. That's been, so I've been probably out of church. I, but I, you know, we have a boots on the ground community. It's not like I'm a loner. But yeah, I highlight I, I highlight that that that's really good. You're not a loner, so right. We yeah. still we gather with people. That's good. We gather, and I love that gathering. In fact, I crave that gathering because the synchronicity of us coming together and seeing, oh, he's doing this in my life. Oh, he's doing that in my life. You can see a theme. You can see oh, a direction. I, I agree. Oh man. And now, you know, you're being led by the spirit. And then all those verses in the scripture come alive that against these things, there is no law. Uh -huh. So you're in the spirit. So there is no, there is no, um, demonic, uh, law that can be risen up against you anywhere to come back in retribution. So you start seeing its interference as illegal, every uh -huh. kind, because I am trying my very hardest well, it doesn't matter if I'm trying my hardest. I am trying to be in the spirit on every, at every turn. So therefore he knows that about my heart. Absolutely. I, I, I'm chasing this. I'm, I'm living by the spirit is, uh -huh. you know, when I I'm open to correction from him. So please, this is a priority to me. I want to stay in the spirit. Therefore there is no law uh -huh. so by practicing love, you know, the fruits of the spirit. That's where that verse is in Galatians. And it lists all the fruit of spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, all of them. And then it says, against these things, there is no law. And that is that has been hugely no foundational. <laughs> yeah. That's really good. That's really good. Yeah. Thank you. All righty. So I'm always saying in this particular um, workshop, of, we like we discuss change exactly what you're talking about. We are discussing change. Would you please share a difficult season in your life? And what were the keys that Jesus encouraged you through? Okay. Wow. That <laughs> feels like my whole life. <laughs> Ah. It's like, yeah, it's like my life process. It has been hard. I, you know, I had a father that was um, bipolar, schizophrenic, and I had a lovely mother who was a school teacher and sane. <laughs> uh, not, you know, I'm so grateful for my father in many ways, my, my earthly father. And uh, so I can look back at that when you start to it's like in God, we trust. So if, if I get in God, the trust part seems to answer the current need in my life. If I'm, if I just focus on getting in him and staying in him, that's all I have to do. Like, am I in him? Then the, the answer will come. The, the process will begin. The, 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 everything around me is conspiring for my good and my kingdom benefit, you know, his kingdom. And so that actually was an encounter. It's like, if you just help other people just to get in God, get in God, the trust 
part will follow. The trust part will follow, you know, and you're, you're getting in him so that you can trust. That's your motivation. Just do, what would you do? If you believed all that, Polly, what would you do? Oh, then I would do this about it. If I really believed it, you know, it's like <laughs> your money where your mouth is, right? I, I agree. This. And then it, it seems to be enough. It, it gets you there. So, I mean, yeah, my childhood was difficult. And then I really came hard to Christ. I was a believer, but it didn't really infect my life until I went through a divorce. Like I was married for like six months out of college and did not work at all. I mean, it was very painful. And out of that, I moved to Texas. And um, so anyway, he showed up then. And that's when I like, that's when I got in God, you know, that's when I was like, okay, my parents, <laughs> my parents have a difficult situation and they're still married. And I don't want, you know, I want more than that, but uh, this is something's wrong with me, you know? So I'm like turning to God and asking, you know, take my heart, take everything. Let's redo this. Let's repackage this. Let's make it work. And he, he did, he showed up and I've never really looked back since then. I can, I can almost cry saying that because it's still so fresh today. It's like he showed up and he didn't stop. And my, 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 my first prayers was God. Um, I don't think I can stay faithful to you. We're talking life and I don't see me doing that for a year. <laughs> yeah, I, after the pain starts to subside here, I think I'll drift back. And I don't want that. That was one of my cries coming to him was, I don't want that. I don't want to fade back into my old life. I know, I don't know what it's going to look like, but I know there's answers in you. I know you're real. I don't know. I didn't know the Bible. I didn't know. I just knew that, no, there's a God. There's got to be a God. There's got to be, you know. So I open-ended asked sort of like, sort of like Jacob, you know, sort of like um, when he gets up and in, in, in the morning and he's had that amazing adventure or actually, you know, the, the ladder mm -hmm. and puts a, his pillow up and pours oil on it and said, this is a house of God. You know, I can relate to that. It's like, okay, if I'm supposed to be a house of yours, you know, all that there's got to be a lot of change here. There's a, cause I'll fade back. I know I will. And he, he took care of that. So he just continually, you know, if I meet him there and I ask, and I think that's the key to it is I was very broken. Uh -huh. So I asked in my broken state, the right question. You know, I think that's, I think that was really key. Like when you have nothing and everything and your identity is stripped what's still left what do you believe what do you where where do you reach for hope you know i i did that one thing right <laughs> i got, got that one so and that is he has sustained sustained me and i'm very very grateful i agree with you the power of asking questions and it, it just it really doesn't matter where you come from what condition you might um you know evaluate your heart from God just doesn't evaluate it that way. Not at all. That's good. So in, in that, I mean, that was a huge span of time that where you immersed and you changed and you learned that because he's in you and you're in him, 
that you are faithful. You learned that. Is there, so that was, is there kind of a life skill or, or anything that you learned that really gave you those aha moments that you learned that, oh, uh, he helps me be faithful. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I was really broken at that point. Like there's more to it that I, I won't burden you with at this time, but there were several other horrible indicators involved there. And so for him to show up when I was, um, I had been successful in the world and now there, so there was shame, there was loss, there was uh, like an exposure that I really don't know who I am. Um, this is, if this is all going to change there, everybody's going to see that and they're going to, you know, all of those kinds of things. It's like, um, I just knew I couldn't, here's the practical thing I'm trying to say. It, I couldn't focus on those and go deeply into those and harbor those. It's like, I can't do that because I just have to choose this. So I'm not going to think about that. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to give that uh, an, an, a magnifying place because I, at some point I knew if I think on it, uh, I'm going to go down that road and I'm going to I'm going to stir up more of it and, and go, well, what about this person? And what about that person? And wait till they hear, and they were at my wedding and da, 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 da. You know, and I, I screwed up before in this area and all this is going to make a pattern and they're going to see me in this. No, I didn't let, you know, it's like in our mind, Hollywood has sort of, you know, very much influenced our culture today in that, you know, it's expansive and it's far reaching and it's what, but you can control your thoughts. You can, you can control your thoughts. You can say, I'm not going to think about that because that's expanding the negative. Mm -hmm. That's yeah, giving place. And some of that stuff I will make more powerful than it really is. I don't know what that person's going to think about me. Truly, mm -hmm. that's their wheelhouse. So I, I've just got to go one day at a time. I've just got to go one foot in front of the other. And that's the process he honored is like to shut my thoughts down of the old and the negative is just say, I don't have to think that way. I can step in. I can step into where he's going to take me now. And it can be better. It's got, it's going to be better. I knew it was going to be better, you know, because I was moving <laughs> and I was starting all over and it was like, okay, I'm going to, you know, I can do this with him. It can be different. And, and I knew, I knew that I, I, I guess that's a faith gift. I don't know, but it, it simply worked down practically to, I'm not going to think on that. And when I would catch it, God helped me not to think on that. And I would catch it, you know, maybe this time and then catch it more and more and more and more. Oh, well, I can't control that down to I'm into his, I'm on his trail now. I don't know what it's going to, we're going to create something and I'm just going to try to be uh, like, honest and work hard, you know, work hard to be honest, trust him. That's you know, excellent. But that is a life skill to actually address your thoughts. Yeah. That's awesome. We can control them. Spirit, Holy Spirit can, he will help you shut it down. Yeah. And give you a, he's a distraction, right? He can, you <laughs> he can be the distraction <laughs> into, into the positive or, or the just neutral. 
even just neutral. What's going on right now? Take a reading in the room. Yes. Think about not myself. Think about the room. Yes. Yeah. Yay. Great answers to, to questions. Great answers. Yay. So uh, when I was hanging out with the Lord this morning, I was asking him, I was saying, okay, God, because what you have to bring and give and share and everything is so valuable to us. And so I said, how can we unlock that value on behalf of our oneness? our oneness together. We want to unlock Polly today so that we all get a taste in this oneness. So the father asked me to ask you if you would lead us in an activation. And so then he showed me kind of the area of the activation. And if you would lead us into the court of accusations in the area of fear. Now, fear seems really huge, but between Jesus and me, we keep it really simple. And it looked as simple as literally a postage stamp of fear. And God was going to take off that postage stamp and redirect everything in our life. And we walked into the court of accusations and it was just jam packed and full and the balconies were full with family members. The scribes were busy doing their little recording thing and the angels could hardly wait to be able to implement what you share with us today. Let's go. Shall okay. We? Lead us on in. Okay. Uh, so. I often find it the easiest way is to start with something that's familiar that you can easily imagine. And, um, and Holy Spirit, we just ask for everyone listening right now to have the freedom and the confidence to step in, in whatever way this is familiar to them. So we open up right now our hearts to you and we do confess with our whole heart that you are our first love. Mm -hmm that you are our foundation, you are our rock, and that there's such stability in standing with you on this rock. And that may be all that you imagine is the last time you stood on a rock or something really, really solid. That, that can be the starting place right there. And from there, I just, I'm going to ask as you stand there that you just ask Jesus to come and take your hand and that we enter into a verse in Revelation that talks about, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day and um, I heard a voice and I'm skipping through verses quickly and condensing them that, you know, a voice said, come up here and I'll show you, I have things to show you. <laughs> so if you just let him take your hand and just see a door, it, it can be billions of miles away it doesn't matter it just imagine that you're looking you're standing on that rock he grabs your hand you look up and you see this door up above you and there is no space or time with him it's just there you're just there it's like the quantum particle thing you're just there so you feel your feet go from rock to threshold you're like on the stoop right in front of the door it's open and there's light streaming out of it and it's surrounded by the cosmos stars galaxies whatever and this door is ajar and the light streaming out of it just reach out 
maybe with your left hand and grab the doorknob and pull it open and step through that threshold. And you'll find yourself in this very well-lit room. Mm -hmm. And again, this is John's experience in Revelation, and now we're personalizing it. And as you step into that room, <clears throat> there's a lot of hustle and bustle, and there's a lot of warmth. Like you just feel the personal warmth toward you. And on your right side, if you walk and start to walk forward, some people feel like I, I had to turn to the right. So I'd give you that freedom on the, <clears throat> now on the, on the right side, you'll see a series of, <clears throat> excuse me, you'll see a series of uh, post post office boxes or cubby holes or mail boxes, whatever they appear to you is fine. Some see them with little doors and numbers on the doors and maybe little combination locks. And some see them, no, there was no door at all. I could just reach in. Any of that is fine. So there's a wall on your right side. You're walking by post office boxes, cubby holes, so to speak. You can look through them, but look and have in your heart the intention to find the one it's for you. It may have a number, maybe significant. It may have a door with a number on it, a little metal door or ornate door or simple door. Whatever you see is fine, but be intending in your heart to find the one that's for you. Look low, look high, whatever you need to do to find that. In the same time, have in your mind going on just below on the radar screen there that this is about fear. Where is fear in my life prevalent? That can be anxiety. That can be um, intimidation. That can be panic. That can be just a low grade. I don't like this and I'm getting out of here. It feels too cramped. It feels too claustrophobic, whatever. All of that is all shades of fear to outright, you know, uh, where you're just horribly fearful. All of that. So have that running on your radar screen in this mailbox, in this post office box, something there is going to lead me to something about fear that I'm going to get delivered, freed. I'm going to look at it differently. It's not going to have its place in me anymore. All of that. You don't know. Enjoy the mystery. Let it just be open. Let it bring to you what you need. So you might feel... um. You might feel a call also. There's um, there's a rack of clothes there on one side that have um, different clothing and it's free. It's not, it's, it's, and it's sized. Don't worry about that. You may have to change something you're walking in. And it's, it's not revealing to do that in, in any ungodly way. If you see it, if you look around and you see a clothes rack there, with clothes on it, go over and see if there's, again, this is operating in your heart. You don't have to even say it out loud. They know what you're thinking. And if you quiet yourself, you can really feel what they're thinking and you'll start to get communication back from any, any person you meet there. So have the freedom to change clothes, put something on, take something off. Look at the bottom, there's shoes there. There's even shoes, footwear. So all of those options are open to you. Make sure you go and find that box. And even if you're, if you, even if you feel like you're saying, well, I'm imagining this and I'm drumming this up, you know, give yourself permission. 
because Jesus took your hand. So he's going to help you sort this out. Even, even if you ran with it in a direction that he's going to redirect you with, it's okay. He'll do that. He's not going to leave you or forsake you. He's, he's, there is no condemnation. But in that one of those mailboxes, there is a letter for you that it, there is something in there for you that we're going to uh, take the stamp off. <laughs> so, Polly, if I may interject real quickly here in your uh, where you've led us, it's just wonderful. When you were talking about the clothes rack, I sensed all of a sudden I had saw bells in my hand and immediately I went, oh, well, those are the bells on the bottom of the priest's garment. And I went, oh, they're getting their priesthood back. And I just went, look, he's restoring their sound, their bells. Yay. I just, I just had to throw that in. It was so a, bad. Yeah. Awesome. Should we, should we keep going? Should we wait? Yes, go for it. Keep okay. going. Interrupt anytime, anytime, interrupt. Uh, so when you, once you get that, you, you might just have a, a knowing in your heart and that is valid. Mm -hmm. You might not see an actual envelope, letter, anything, package, but just agree. We're there with you. Mm -hmm. Holy Spirit is there with you. So you've got this. Now, if you continue on in the direction you came in, just keep, continue your direction. There is a, another uh, threshold like it, into a hallway so it looks like a T you're going to walk down the the main branch of the T and then you can go right or left but there's an angel standing there who will escort us to the courts when you're ready just go there and he he will take you to the courtroom and this is where Kristen saw a lot of excitement a lot of um anticipation mm -hmm or what you are there for. Just think of the cloud of witnesses. Think how, how the, in Hebrews, when it talks about that at the end, it's like, oh, don't, you know, you have so many looking to help you, looking to just dive into your life and cause um, the universe to conspire for your success. So know that they're that anticipating, they're that excited, they're that alive with um, just bated breath for what this is going to be for you. And it still can be very um, personal. And again, it's fear. So you're holding your own. You're there saying, no, I'm, I'm his. I'm a daughter. I'm a son of God's and I'm good. I'm good with my status here. I accept that I'm loved. I accept that he wants to do this for me. Mm -hmm. I am more than um, excited about how he's going to impact my life today, right now. And I believe it all. And remember, you rule over your emotions. If they're screaming at you right now, tell them to be quiet. You, they are your servant, not your master. And I will go to that court. And I am loved, deeply, deeply approved, chosen before I had even a consciousness 
chosen by God. So open your letter now and see what's inside there and ask for a feeling. It can just be an impression, anything. This is what the councils of heaven, my own heart, the cloud of witnesses, everyone who's my relatives from the past, my great, great, great grandchildren in the future, all of them are conspiring for my success in the kingdom. So open that letter and see, even holding the envelope, you might get an impression. What is it about fear that you're going to conquer today, that you're going to look at differently, that you're going to get rid of? So is there a confession for you? Like something like, Father, I know Jesus paid for this. I know it's been transmuted and does not have the power that my body, my physical earthly body and my soul seem to give it. Um, I stepped into you and I died. And it's you that lives in me, not me. And I know that is true, whether my emotions and when I get into my day, I feel differently. It does not matter. You quickly pull me back into the truth. That this is dead. And I would ask this courtroom today to record this as dead in every way that Jesus paid for it, which yes. is all of them. <laughs> it's dead to me. I can look it square in the eye. I can look it absolutely full on in the face. And as Jesus said, you have nothing in me. There's, there's no place to hook into me. Now let them come and remove the stamp. Let them come and pull that po you know, postmarked stamp off. And I don't know why I'm seeing it in the left side, which is not typical. It's supposed to be on the right side, but I'm seeing the stamp on the left side with the postmark on it and everything, which to me is just saying that it's wrong. <laughs> it's the, it's illegal. It's not, yeah. It's illegal. It's right. Go ahead, Kristen, what? Oh, it, it's illegal. Yeah, and I just want to remind the the metaphor, the simplicity of the stamp. It is an actually governing seal that lots of times had faces of governing bodies, and that's what's being removed today. Amen. Love that. Do you agree in your heart? You need to. That has no governance over me. That's futility. Romans 8, that is futility. Jesus paid for it all. It may have, to, you may be quickly uh, seeing creation right now and how you're even saying to creation, come out of your futility. It has no governance over you now. <laughs> I got just a little bit of an insight of why it's on the left-hand side. <laughs> it's uh it's a false reflection because you know when you reflect something oh. it transposes it yes okay i hear get very very still so as still this is just a physical act that you're aligning with it this is a physical so you want this to manifest on earth right so god often has us do prophetic acts or rituals that are godly 
uh, because of the intentions of our heart and those kinds of things. Like we go get baptized. We, we take communion. We, well, this is just getting very, very still, like make everything in your body get absolutely still. You're like, I am aligning. I am calling on every fiber of my being, every cell in its frequency, every connective tissue, every bone marrow, everything within me to line up to this act, this heavenly act, because heaven first, then earth, <laughs> and especially <laughs> here. It's what's happening in heaven, shall it be on the earth, in me. So you're causing your thoughts to cease. You're you're stepping into rest. Your body, every mus muscular fiber in your body is at rest. You're not letting anything move that doesn't absolutely have to move. Like your heart is going to move, but everything. It's your intention right now to hold still and enter into rest concerning this issue. I call upon earth and every area, every place I go, every timeline, earthly timeline that could affect me, every um, culture, every everywhere I've given been given a governance over as a son of God. The earth has been given to the sons of men. Heavens belong to the Lord, but the earth has been given to the sons of men. And in my full governance, though I feel it or not, though I have experienced it or not, I call upon it to recognize this heavenly act today. This reflection is no more. This governance, this false governance is no more. It does not have its place in me anymore. And that has fingers and they will be exposed to you. So it's just kind of like homework here. You got a little homework. <laughs> Plus, he wants it to apply as widely and broadly to your life and as deeply. And so you're the governing factor over that as well. You're like, oh, yes, here too, Lord. When I eat, when I sleep, and when I go to work, and just every realm that you walk into during a day, it applies. Have your way. Let heaven, heaven come through me. I am a portal. Heaven, have your way through me that I might affect everybody in the room with the same peace. Just listen. If you hear anything, it's really good time to get clues into the application of this. Holly, I want to, to on this stamp, which somebody has licked and literally put their DNA on it. Oh, that DNA, we're going to drop that DNA into our baptism, into his death. Yay. And it's broken. Go. Yeah. <laughs> Lord, we just thank you that whatever entity licked and put that governing resource on the mail of our life, Lord, we just remove that. And we just baptize it and bury it in our baptism of his death. Yes. And it, it just remains in the water, so to speak. It remains in the water. Mm -hmm. I'm going to, as Polly had asked earlier about if there was a confession, 
I'm just going to invite you to follow along with me. But Father God, I forgive every individual knowingly and unknowingly that actually licked and put that stamp on my life. Ooh. I forgive them. I forgive them for attaching their DNA that has followed my family to family through timelines, through ages. And I thank you, Lord. I forgive them. And I remove myself and I remove that legal right of the DNA to cling. I remove it. Thank you. Thank you. I did see a speck in the eye as Kristen was doing that. So like if there's a, just the verse that says, you know, take the speck out of your own eye. So if you're having trouble forgiving people or any certain person or any certain endeavor or act that they did, just agree. Just again, hold still and release all the tension, every single negative thought. It only takes one <laughs> to warrant the death that Jesus, you know, that Jesus paid for. And he forgave all. You take the speck out of your own eye. And then you may get the chance to take the log out of theirs. But take the speck out of your own eye. Just ask for an angel to come and remove it. If, if you feel, I am so relaxed right now. I am so not moving. <laughs> Heaven will help you. Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, would you just step out in faith and just for these really big answers, okay? And just see above you, like, you know, sometimes you've seen maybe a picture of the eye of a hurricane. I think he wants to use you if you will let him and, and believe for it. That when you took that speck out of your eye, he wants to help you with removing the log out of, I mean, he wants to do this regionally. Would you be willing today? Mm -hmm. And would you have the faith to, as Daniel did, as so many Old Testament saints did, they stepped in for all of Israel. They stepped in for a nation. They stepped in for a region. They stepped in for a city. And would you, a community, maybe it's a family. What, you know, go big, <laughs> go big and, and say, yes, Lord. Yes, I'm happy. I'm delighted to, to have the speck removed from my own eye. You are doing things in this age that we never could have imagined. And we're trained not to ever imagine. Or in a day, a nation could be saved. You know, that kind of thing where he'll take the log out of all their eyes. I agree. Because, yeah, because you would ask for it. Because you were so excited to have it removed from your own and delighted to be free of it. It was like you're focusing on the freedom. You're focusing on the fresh new life that, that steps into faith with him in every situation. And you're so excited like a child, like Enoch, to be restarted like that, to just believe, to simply love, you know, to simply love people and have that speck taken out of your eye so you can love better. See, that's a whole nother mindset. That's an Enoch mindset. And that then it, he's like, oh, 
you don't have to let me do it. <laughs> I'll do it for the whole area. I'll do it for the <laughs> whole city. Yeah. Like that. Like he couldn't, he didn't want Enoch to leave. He, he took him like that. That's what you want. That's your heart. And that, that's all I have, Kristen. You may have more and I will certainly follow you. I just oh, don't know. No, I can, can I can hear there's did, there is like this new sound and it's interesting. Um, it's a happy and a joyful sound, but I can just feel the pressure on, on both sides of my ears. It's just like, oh, can you feel that, God? That just feels so good. That is so wonderful. And it's just released. It's just, it's released. Yes. It's <laughs> actually drawing things in. Uh-huh. It's drawing things into that hurricane, that eye of the hurricane that's in the sky above you over whatever. However much you're asking for, however much you're believing for, it's like sucking heavenly things. It has an attraction, I think is what he's trying to say. There's like this heavenly attraction to everything that heaven could give, cloud of witnesses, how they suffered and succeeded, and you've got their baton and you're running. I mean, it's it's just attracting all these heavenly things sucked down into the eye of that hurricane to land where you are. Mm-hmm. So that's what you've done by being like Enoch, by taking on that childlike desire and love and faith. Keep drenching your heart and mind in agreement, your heart and mind agreement with, he suffered long for me. I have given him every reason to be, to be fab, you know, flabbergasted with me. And he has suffered long with me, speaking of God, and been kind. He has suffered long with me and been kind. It's That's your heart. That's your heart and mind. And that's what, that's what you see the world out of. That's your context. He has suffered long with me and been kind. So for you to hurt me, I have a father and a brother and a husband that has suffered long with me and been kind that is so good that is so good i agree he is so good good that's so good yay those places you can visit again over and over oh yes 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 (laughs) so good yay Thank you, God. Thank you, Polly. Thank you, Kristen. Thank you. Uh, I just, and thank you for, well, because I could feel the impression, the weight on my ears, but thanks for highlighting that it was going out. So that's a different sensory than pressure. You know, you think you listen and it's coming towards you. So I was paying attention. I go, well, she's right. If it's resonating out, that's a different. We look at we look at the eardrum as as a catching instead of the ability to send. Yeah, I learned something there. That's really good. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Yeah, Polly. Is there anything else that it's on your heart. Is there any other resource that we haven't shared? Anything else today? Yeah, there's just one uh, 
if you are interested in, uh, so on Sunday mornings, there's a group of us that's been together for a good long while. And we, uh, we're very much into the depth of things, mm -hmm. kind of like we did today, but even uh, more application governmentally. And mm -hmm. so it's a Sunday morning, 10 a.m. in the central time zone uh, meeting. And if you ever want to message me on Facebook that you heard Kristen's podcast and you're interested in that, that you know you have uh, callings or blueprints or scrolls on your life for governing um, areas, land, or you're just a, a, a dream interactive person and, and, and you need an, another push, I would just in, encourage you to um, uh, message me on, on Facebook and the it's a hidden group or it's more, it's never talked about. I don't think it's status is hidden on Facebook anymore, but uh, it's called uh, God Restores a Region. And so I would just lay that out there. We, it's not for novices unless you are so hungry for God that you can sort of jump over a lot of the ground that we've already covered. So you would have to come in, you know, just ready to, to try and learn and absorb. But if you're going to come in with a lot of contention, you would, you would ruin our meeting. So I'll just be, you know, straight up with you like that. But we, we love newcomers. We, we get so blessed by newcomers. Let me tell you that. Now, I don't want to scare you away, but I just want to be <laughs> honest with you. We love newcomers because most of them that do come in they they they've, they figured it out, you know, mm -hmm. or either that or they don't come back. <laughs> right. Okay, and That's okay too. All right. That's wonderful. Okay. So that would be Facebook messenger, Polly Eckert, and ask her about the God Restores a Region. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Great. That's wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you. Amen and amen. Didn't I tell you she's a point-blank question shooter with a big faithful heart sold out to Jesus? I absolutely love to learn from other people. I learn how they ask questions and the way they perceive Holy Spirit. Ah, it's amazing. You make sure you get alone with him now and open that letter. God has certainly forwarded our address today. Amen. Now remember, I tucked in all the goodies and links where you can connect with Polly in our show notes. But one last thing before you go look on the back of the letter. Holy Spirit did me a little favor. There is a P.S. Yep, and I drew a heart around it. And I'll give you a hint for next week. How to move into the heart of God. I don't think we have to move the heart of God. I know we already do. See you next week. Bye now.